It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Winning culture. You hear it a lot. Wins come first, or does the culture come first to create the wins? We'll have that discussion here today on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Tony Wiggins, the host of Locked On Jaguars, Monday through Friday here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and we thank you for making us your first listener. Just a friendly reminder, man, we are free on all platforms, all of them, audio, YouTube, where you can see my face. Hopefully today you didn't see it yesterday because of a technical snafu. However, we're free on all platforms, and we thank you for joining us and making us your first listener. I want to talk about something that kind of, always comes off as a cliche, right? This is huge cliches. Some people want to call it coach speak. You can even call it fan speak or media speak as well because, well, it just seems like everybody always talks about it, but no one clearly knows the origin of it or where what the definition of it is or even if it comes before or after a team actually gets good. And that word is culture, not George, not boy George in the culture club. And I grew up in the 80s, y'all. Y'all can tell. But I mean culture in terms of expectation, not only from the fans or the media, but from the team itself. Does your team, how do they get to the point, especially when you're a perennial loser, right? How do you get to the point where the culture is such that there's an expectation that you're at the very least going to be super, super competitive and most of the time, like 66% of the time, you're going to win. How do you get that way? How do you get to the point where you, where 11 and 5 is normal, like it is with some of these other franchises, 
around the National Football League. Now, I know there's no one franchise outside of the Patriots, and they're not even there right now the last two years, but I know it's hard to get to that point. But right now, if you go to the top six or seven teams based on where they ended up last year and where we expect them to go this year, 11 games is reasonable in a, on a 17-game schedule, 11 and 6. That's reasonable. That's almost bottom of the barrel of what they expect. And then you go to the teams that's at the very bottom, Jacksonville, Detroit, the Jets, Giants, and some fans are hopeful for 8 and 9 because of where this team has been the last few years. And you always hear people talk about, we need a culture change. We need a culture change. What comes first? My man, James Coleman. I don't know if James Coleman, James Coleman was sports den media. I don't know if he invented it, but I know he's the last person that I heard say it. And when I heard him say it, I said, I'm going to talk about that one day. James said, I've never seen a winning team with a bad culture. I've never seen a winning team with a bad culture. You don't hear winning teams talk about culture because it's natural. It, it exists. It's what they are. It's who they are. A little bit of a sort of an analogy here. Outside of some rappers and maybe Floyd Mayweather, I also never hear rich people talk about how much money they have. Because when they wake up in the morning, they know what the balance is, right? But I do hear people trying to get rich often talk about how much money they want. So that level of comfort that rich people have where they're not always talking about money, they don't carry wads of cash in their, in their pocket. That must be what it feels like to be a good football team year in and year out, knowing that at the very minimum, you're going to be super, super competitive. And you are a team that will be favored in most of your games. And you're a team that people mark on that schedule like, we got to get this one because that's going to show us who and what we are. The question is, how do we get to that point? And the bigger question is, what comes first? Can you actually get to that point before you win? And it's the reason why you win, because you have a good culture? Or is winning something that actually is like an ingredient in your pot of gumbo? Like, if you don't ever put it in there, you'll never have a you'll never have a good culture. Like you'll never have a great pot of chili if you don't put chili powder, right? It's hard to try to figure out, especially when you've heard it ad nauseum over and over and over and over and over again, year after year after year, or regime after regime after regime about a new face, a new hope in a draft pick. You get to the point where it's like, okay, what gives? I'm going to give you a perfect example before we get to segment two and three. Segment two and three, we're going to do a little bit of soul searching about what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? In segment two, rather. I always skip a segment. Now, and so in segment three, what we're going to do is we're going to tell you, we're going to give you a little bit of a roadmap on what the Jaguars need to do and what your expectation. And I'm not telling you how to think, but what I am going to do is give you some ideas to save your sanity when it comes to talking about culture. But right now, I'm going to talk about this. Sometimes it's not the message is who's one giving it. 
that determines whether or not you feel it or you hear it or you accept it, right? Nick Foles was in here talking about culture. It's like the beginning of the season, like after he got hurt and then he came back after a few games of being out or five or six games or whatever with Gardner Minshew playing and Nick Culture gets on the podium and he starts talking about we need a culture change. The fans went absolutely ballistic because they were like, you suck. What we need is a new quarterback. We don't need, no, you, I don't care how good your message is. You got to go. This is the guy that won a Super Bowl. I want you to keep that in mind. He won a Super Bowl playing for Doug Peterson. I think that week, later on that week, the head coach at the time was Doug Marone, and they asked Doug Marone about culture. Doug said, ain't nothing wrong with our culture. So you got these mixed messages coming from a quarterback you don't want that you overpaid. And then a coach that would soon later on get fired. And he's saying ain't nothing wrong with the culture. What, what do you mean culture? Because now if you tell him something's wrong with his culture, that means there's something wrong with him as the head coach. That means he's not doing something right. So he didn't want to buy that. He just said we ain't good enough, basically. And almost, in a way, signaled that Nick Foles needed to shut up and the people in the back office need to get better players on the team. That's why this this can all be so confusing, and it's also why it could be nauseating. It's also why it could give you fatigue, football fatigue, for hearing these same things over and over and over again. We're going to dissect it. That's what we're going to do. T-Wee's going to run you through it here today on Locked on Jaguar, and I'm going to do it in just a second on this beautiful, beautiful day because I know you're always listening, because that's what you do, and we appreciate you making us your first listen. We're going to talk about culture. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? Culture or winning? And I'll do that after I tell you guys about Built Bar, man. Built Bar has been asked over and over again and built delivered. Built granola bars are here. You heard me. Built granola bars come in three unbelievable flavors, chocolate, peanut butter. Did, did y'all hear what I just said? Chocolate, peanut butter. That's not two different ones. That's one flavor. Chocolate, coconut. That's another one. And white chocolate berry. Want to try all three flavors? You get a mixed box at Built.com right now. These are so different from the bars and the puffs. Built granola bars are loaded with granola. It's the perfect combination of crunch and chewiness. But just like bars and puffs, these babies are packed with protein and covered with 100% real chocolate. And you can get yours if you go to Built.com and enter the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order. I'll say it again. Those granola bars are ready for you to get the crunching on them. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. For the latest and the greatest, if you're on Twitter, check out at bar underscore built for all the latest news. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
latest news here is you guys are joining me every single monday through friday and we absolutely appreciate you joining us here on locked on jaguars i gotta tell you guys though about something else that we have going on here and it's called locked on sports today that's right locked on sports man you guys don't know what you're getting and what you're missing if you haven't tuned in check out all the locked on sports today podcast the biggest stories of the day plus instant reaction big game recaps and the take of the day i'm sure they talk about boston going up three two today it can be found on the odyssey app youtube and wherever you get your podcast i know you guys understand that it's also free on all platforms look what comes first the chicken or the egg i never figured it out i don't think it's meant to be figured out because i think there's something there's a mystery with it that uh we couldn't handle if we did understand it but this is football we can definitely handle this i think it's a combination of both i think it's layered and it's tiered when you're talking about what comes first culture or winning can you win without a good culture i doubt it very seriously Everybody can stumble up on a win accidentally. And you can also stumble up on a good season if you're talented enough, but still not really be good enough to win. And when we talk about the word win, what exactly are we discussing? Because unless you win the championship, you're not winning anything, right? Uh, There's only one true winner at the end of the year. But in order to get close enough to win a championship, you have to get in the room. You have to have a key to the room, and you have to at least be in there and be eligible to win room being the playoffs and then the room just being having your team good enough to the point where you can make a little bit of noise and uh, allow the things that are going to happen to happen where you leave this little bit of room for your personal ability guys playing but above the x's and o's beyond the x's and o's but first you have to be solid enough in all areas in order to get there and in order to do that it comes with one thing that people don't talk about that you don't get from lifting weights you don't get from running 40 times You don't get from doing drills, something called belief, real belief. And nothing shows what you believe more than the effort and your expectation that you expect to uh, be able to put on display whenever you're doing whatever it is. Nothing shows you how much you believe in something than how much effort and, and, and that you put into it. And the Jaguars first have to start believing. Now, they're starting in a real good place with their new coach. First of all, Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. But in case doubt wants to creep into your mind, it has a highway. It has it has an on-ramp because Nick Foles won a Super Bowl with Doug Peterson, and you want to run him out of here after three or four games, right? So just because the coaches won a Super Bowl here doesn't mean Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl in Green Bay, and it, there's some people that want him to run out of Dallas right now. John Gruden won a Super Bowl, and you see he doesn't have a job right now. So just because someone did it somewhere else doesn't mean they're going to do it here because I think what has to happen is all things have to sort of jive together and mesh together, and then you get this great moment like the one the Eagles had. Can he do it again? Don't know. What I do know is because he's done it, that ingredient, that little bay leaf of ingredient has been dropped into his – in this bowl of chili and it's there he's seen it he understands when he gets there it's not going to be foreign to him it's not going to be too big for him because he has done it before and it is actually a part of his dna as a coach the jaguars players haven't won anything so how do you get 
from the point where you're hoping and wishing to the point where you're actually playing good enough without the past experience of winning and then having that manifest itself on the field. Well, it's the thing that Doug Peterson talked about uh, about two weeks ago. He said that he, he feels like they really need to regain the trust of the players that was lost last year when Urban Meyer was the coach. That is a big, big point that I'm going to hit on today. Trust is important. You got to trust the coaches. They've had every reason in the book not to in the past. They've had every reason to believe that when they put on teal and black that they're not going to win anything. You as fans have every reason to believe that it's just going to be the same old, same old. Nobody's going to get mad at you about that. Even, even when I talk all of these times about getting over this hangover and, 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 and not allowing the liquor somebody else drunk to make you feel bad today when it comes to football, I still think that it's logical and it's understandable that fans won't do that automatically because there's the lingering effects and this baggage that comes along with losing for so many years. I get it. I totally get it. But if we're going to do that, then we might as well just give up out the gate. But if you're going to have any belief or any hope that is going to change, you have to leave room for trusting someone. And that is where your vulnerability as a fan comes into play. You have to trust that Doug Peterson is going to do everything in his power and try to do it in the correct manner so that this team would at least start building towards having a chance to win consistently. Now, that's the one thing I said that I understand why fans are, are – say eight nine is, is acceptable because it would be a move in the right direction it would be a move in the right direction for this for this for this organization if they start to do things that they they haven't done they, folks want winning but they also would take baby steps towards winning I think the magic happens during those steps. If you go eight and nine this year, and I'm not limiting the Jaguars to eight and nine, trust me, that is not what I'm doing because it has been so bad here uh, for management that if you finally do get good management, maybe you'll realize we all realize some of these players aren't as bad as we thought they were. Okay, if that's the case, fine. I'll leave, I'll leave it open that they'll have a magical run and their field goal kicker will kick a couple of 56 yarders and, and they'll be very opportunistic and score on defense and do some of those things. And that they can have another ten and six or ten and seven year or eleven and eleven and six year or whatever and creep into the playoff. I'm leaving room for all of that stuff to happen, but I'm also being realistic that we will take baby steps here. We'll take baby steps here if that's what if that if that's all we're capable of getting, then that's fine. But what we don't want is to be stuck in the same place. So the magic happens on that journey. You don't have to, you're not going to win the Lombardi trophy without having a good culture, I don't believe. But you're also not going to get a good culture until things start to change. So you don't have to, to answer the question, you don't have to win the ultimate thing in order for you to have culture. You following me? I hope you guys are. You don't have to win the ultimate thing in order for you to realize that there's a culture shift. Because the culture shift starts with trust. Then it starts with getting results. Then it starts with the tangible things that you carry on in the field. Are you able to trans transfer what you learn in practice, the things that you do off the field to on the field? And then when you start seeing it work, are you now going to be addicted to that process every single day in order for 
those things to happen on the field. And then if you don't win one day, does it mean you totally started over? No, it just means that you have to also learn from that. So eventually what happens with the culture, the culture starts to change on its own. And before you actually get to the point where you're going to be able to play for a Super Bowl and win it, you already have a, you're a champion before the only the only thing that hasn't happened is you just had, didn't have the ceremony. But that's the beauty about football because it's demonstrated performance. So if you get to that point, you already have it, and then you just have to be crowned after you actually demonstrate it on the field. I'm going to give you my prognosis and tell you how long I think that process is going to take for the Jacksonville Jaguar. And I'll do it in just a second here. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, rolling along here, segment three, talking about what comes first, culture, or the wins. I think they go hand in hand. I think they go hand in hand. Winning, not the ultimate championship. All things have to be in place for that to happen. And I think whoever wins the Super Bowl every year is a champion when they come out of the tunnel. They just have to demonstrate it on the field and get crowned. And I think it's it's a place where what you've done in the dark actually comes into the light. So it's all the hard work, all the preparation. You don't get to you don't get to a big game. You don't get to any game and go, okay, well, let's figure it out. That's why I used to get so mad at Doug when he said we're gonna throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks. It's like an experimentation. And nobody wins experimenting. Everybody that wins in football in these sports. It is a detailed plan that comes together. Not hope, not wish, not throwing stuff against the wall. You have to actually know what it is you're going to do, how you're going to do it, and then you have to be able to go out and get that done. It's that journey, man. It's like asking me, I'm 53, be 53, I'll I'll be 53 um, in a couple of months. But it's like asking me, how did you get mature? Well, I get mature. I, I didn't just wake up and all of a sudden one day I was mature. It's an ongoing process and I'm still actually mature. I think wins come, come, come that way. And I think culture comes that way. And they are hand in hand because they're both tied to the journey. Your preparation, how you view things, what your expectations are. The Jaguars will have that happen because what will happen is this. I think this year they win a little bit more. And I think they start to see that the hard work that they've done hasn't gone in vain. I think they've been busting their butt for like two years over here. I'm not going to even lie to you. I think the Jaguars 
have actually busted their butt for two years over here and haven't been able to win anything. And, 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 and it starts to let doubt creep in. And then they look at their leadership and they realize this might not be the person that we, but that we need to be listening to. And then that person was Urban Meyer and he exhibited all of those things that you're talking about. This is the thing that goes wrong when you have coaches that CYA, they cover their, their blank. And this is what I think started to happen at the end of the regime with Doug Marone as well, even though I like Doug a lot. I think Doug a lot of times was at odds with people in personnel and he was trying to cover himself. I think a little bit, and when you read the tea leaves between what happened with Jalen and what happened in Houston, I think Doug covered himself. Doug says him and Jalen got along just fine. Jalen says Caldwell is the one who cursed at him. I have it on good report that Doug told them he got to go. I can't coach him. You heard me? Because when people are walking up to you to ask you probably why in the hell did you not let the game go into overtime and why did you let the game lose, you had to CYA and you go, he's got to, he got, can't coach him. But you're coming out and telling us in the media this entire time, and even Jalen says Doug was cool with me, and I'm cool with Doug. No, no, it's all culture. And when you get it to the point where you got these different people telling you these different stories, you have um, he said, she said, you hear people in the media. Just a simple fact. Now, I told you guys in segment one that you had a quarterback that they paid a bunch of money that comes out here and talks about culture, and later on that week, you had a coach saying ain't nothing wrong with the culture. That in and of itself tells you that there was something wrong with the culture, right? So here's what Doug Peterson can do. And here's the, here's the, first of all, be honest all the time, be accountable, take responsibility, not just to the fans and the media, but to the players, whatever you tell them in private is what you should be saying in public. You don't have to tell everything that you talk about in private because that's coaching and team business. But, don't say anything in public that contradicts what you say privately to players. Because now everybody will, if you do that, people start going to see why he has no reason to lie. He says he has to regain the trust of the players. Last year, Urban Meyer would tell you that Josh Lambeau was the hardest working specialist he's ever seen. And then privately he was kicking him allegedly. He tell you that he didn't have any problem with Marvin Jones, and then we would hear that Marvin Jones ripped him a new one, right? He'd say best of the best, but then he'd go, he tells you he's gonna hire the best of the best, and then he told the coaches behind closed doors that they all sucked, basically. Right? And now you hear from players, and they said last year was the worst football you ever had. We didn't trust him, nobody liked him, but yet still. You'd see Urban with a couple of players occasionally on the sideline, hugging them, guys hugging him. He's hugging guys. He's talking about Wingard and all these guys and how much of a warrior they are. I mean, he's talking about all of this stuff, but really it was dysfunctional behind the scenes. So while it looked like it tricked us, it tricked me because I heard the truth, but it tricked most of the fans. Eventually, if it's bad, it's like roaches. They're going to come out in the middle of the daytime. And eventually what happened is all the Urban Myers roaches came from behind the refrigerator and underneath the stove and they walked out while you had company right in the middle of the floor and said, we got a mess in here. You have to regain the trust of the player. One, if you're, if you're Doug Peterson. Two, have a plan, be on the same page with all the coaches, 
and and let winning and let results don't start people and don't play people just because you're looking towards the future like they did with Taven Bryan. And yes, that's what they did. And that made guys mad. And that big fight that you saw at the end of the game and you heard about guys getting separated in the locker room is because they drafted Taven Bryan to be the future when they already had the present on the field and on the roster. They played him because of that, but everybody on that roster knew he should deserve to be in the game. They repaid, they paid Bortles when he didn't deserve the money. That's the kind of stuff that will tear a team apart. And if we don't understand that, then we're lying to each other. Whatever the best players have to play, and even if one of those players that wants to play, if he's if somebody else is playing in front of him, he knows why. If somebody makes a mistake, hold them accountable for it. That's how you change your culture. Along the way, some wins start happening. And when those wins start happening, you may not have the whole ingredient, but you'll get it pinch by pinch. And, and that winning and the results that come from winning and the results that come from winning because of proper preparation and the proper preparation comes from y'all trusting each other. I think they're going to turn it around. And this is your roadmap to your, 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 your season for the Jaguars. It's not going to always be perfect because they have to learn how to win. Just like you learn how to ride a bike. You fell a couple of times, right? But I think they're off to a good start because Doug Peterson used the word trust. And I think that's critical. I think it's important. I know some of y'all are still old school. Some some people out there, still, I don't mean to say y'all, but some of us are still old school in the fact that what we think is, well, a player's a subordinate. He's under contract, so he has to do what he's, he's told. Yep, that's the way they've been thinking around here for a long time. That's the Tom Coughlin way of doing things. And uh, now see where it got you. It's just something new. It's something new, and I'm not saying it's worse. But guys aren't just going to do that. They aren't just going to do that. Just because they're paid and they're because they're under contract. No, they want to win too. This is about their legacies. This is about their careers. And this is about the fact that they don't want to run into their buddies that actually play for organizations that take players into consideration. They're not just things that you go out and you can lie to, you can say whatever, and it's just your job to no, that's not what it is. You gotta rebuild trust. You gotta you gotta build trust within your team, and everybody has to know that everybody has everyone else's back and, and they have the greater good. Uh the greater good is what it's all about. So everybody's working towards that common goal. And you got to be good enough at certain spots. But that's one thing you can't change overnight. I do think they have enough pieces, and I think they're going to be on their way this year to, to slowly prove to the fans. And I'm going to leave a little, I'm going to leave a little escape. You know, you have a pot of rice and you, you open it and that steam comes out. I'm going to leave a little room that maybe they'll blow the roof off of it and they'll do even better than I'm thinking. But I think Jaguar fans can really, really look forward to actually seeing some growth. The foundation is set. You're actually going to start to see this house come up now. Is it all going to be overnight? No. Is it all going to be without a setback? They may win two games and then get blasted and blown out, but that's going to be a part of the process. I think trust is going to be the reason that they're able to get back on the horse, even if they fall off and start winning some games. You can trust us every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network to bring you the greatest coverage, not just here on Locked On Jaguars where you make us your first listen, but your next listen could also be Locked on NFL, Monday through Friday podcast. 
wherever you get your podcast, same places that you get them now, and they're always going to be free. But you'll get guys from around the National Football League. And I, I host one of those shows. I co-host one of those shows on Wednesday. It is fabulous. So make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast when you want your fix, whether you're in your car, in your house, or whatever. Listen to it. You'll like it. I'm Tony Wiggins here with Locked On Jaguars. We thank you for joining us here today. We'll continue some more of our off-season coverage uh, as we move forward. I want to talk a little bit quarterback tomorrow. I want to talk Trevor Lawrence some more because I, I do think that there's – I've talked about them being tough and them being hard on him with the way that they're insulating him. I like what I'm hearing about what he feels about Christian Kirk as his wide receiver. So I'll talk about the Lawrence uh, and Kirk combination more on tomorrow. Until then, you guys continue to take care of each other, and we'll talk to you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.